Welcome to TGIF. It's Wednesday. It's your girl, Claudia Jordan. I'm back. We are back with another brand new episode of your favorite show. We're going to have a lot of fun, spill the tea, and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax. I hope you got yourself something to drink and get ready for the show. Hello, Al Reynolds. How you doing? Hey, what's going on, Claudia? Hey, hey, hey. And what's up, Funky Don Eva? What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? Everyone's giving uh, neutral, grown man, grown woman vibes with the clothes. Mm-hmm. All right, right, right. Are y'all drinking tonight or nah? Nah, I'm chilling. I'm, I'm chilling. Definitely drinking back on my wine. Funky, when is this going to end? When is I didn't even say I was unlocking my better self. Listen, <laughs> I can have an alcoholic problem and y'all trying to push me to drink. <laughs> oh, it's us that's, oh, pushing, us you that's right. pushing you to drink. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, damn, if, if, if I'm trying to cut out processed foods and alcohol out of my diet, like, please let me be great. Okay, so then why were you at the IV clinic today? <laughs> Flushing out them toxins that he had last night. <laughs> no, man. I was getting the beauty glow IV. And Al, we, stop trying to my damn business on this show. We tell other people business, not our own. All right. <laughs> hey, Funky, what'd you have for dinner last night, though, for real? Um, last night, I went to uh, this restaurant called Contessa Miami. It was an Italian restaurant. I had lamb chops, meatballs, calamari, uh, pea stuff, ravioli, some spaghetti bolognese. Um... And some cocktails. Bolognese. It's pronounced bolognese. Oh, child, I'm black. Child, I'm black. I'm, bolognese. I'm from Miami, bitch. It's bolognese. Yeah, butchers the words around here now. <laughs> <laughs> you are not allowed. All right, listen, uh, before we get into our topics, we want to take a, a moment to acknowledge Tina Turner's sudden passing today at the age of 83. Fellas, what's your favorite Tina Turner memory? Q, let's go to you first. Um, it's not one in particular, but it would be her overall legacy. The fact that she became a superstar over the age of 40. Um, I always kind of use that as to, to ground me when I feel like things aren't moving fast enough in my career. I always stop and think, you know, you are a young, supple 39 and you haven't even made it to 40 yet. And Tina Turner didn't become a superstar until she was well into her 40s. So that, that's one of the biggest things I'll remember about her outside from the legs and her iconic wigs. Right. Okay, Al, what do you think? What do you think? I have two. So do you remember she was the first black artist as well as the first black female to appear on Rolling Stones? I thought that was huge because you never saw anyone of color on Rolling Stones. You just always saw, you know, people that didn't look like us. And the second thing is in 2021, I was in Cleveland and I went to her induction into the Hall of Fame, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was amazing because, you know, Tina was inducted into the Hall of Fame, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame twice. Mm Once when she was with her husband, Ike, in the 90s, and then again, she got her own solo career induction, and I thought that was pretty significant, and it happened only two years ago, so I'm glad it happened before she passed. Going twice, I'm sure the second time felt even better to be away from mm-hmm. Ike Turner's evil right, ass. Right. Uh, also, a fun fact about Tina Turner, she was offered the role in The Color Purple, Oprah Winfrey's role, and she turned it down. Really? I just found that out today. Yeah, I was watching seeing uh, MSNBC and they did a whole tribute on her. And they said that uh, she said that it was just a little too close to her reality at the time. So that's why she passed on it. Ah, makes sense. 
So yeah, amazing lady. I tell the story about Tina Turner when I was like a little young, little, I don't know, 13, 12, whatever, whenever what's love got to do with it came out that video, her walking down the streets, I believe it was New York, New York, uh-huh. with, with the leather skirt, the hair. It made me ask my aunt Sarah who lived in Brooklyn. I'm like, I need a leather skirt. It was cool. Mine was pleather, but I was inspired by her. I don't know why I liked her at that such a young age, but I really did. Like I really share her voice and just, I don't know. And then the movie just really, uh, I really fell for her. Um, you will be missed, Miss Turner. All right, let's get to the show. In a recent interview on the uh, Jennifer Hudson show, Samuel Jackson revealed that he doesn't remember how he got engaged to his wife because he was high and on drugs at the time. Uh, Al, what do you think about this? <laughs> Hell, I want to know what drug was it? Because, I mean, obviously, that's the secret to a very long marriage. We know that him and Latanya have been married for 42 years. They've known each other for 50. Um, my heart, this is, you know, two of my favorite Hollywood celebrities that I knew intimately. Sam and Latanya hosted my family at their home during our wedding, bachelor and bachelorette party. So I, you know, I had the opportunity to just sit and talk to Sam at length. Just such a smart man, just such a cool father. And they have a very talented daughter, Zoe, who used to be my little, my little partner in crime until I lost Zoe with the divorce. But Zoe is also an accomplished award, Emmy award winning producer of reality show. And she went to culinary school after college. She's also a great cook. So shout out to Sam and Latanya. Love the two of you. Love you, Zoe. And hey, this must be the answer to a long and healthy marriage. Not that I'm condoning it. (laughs) (laughs) Hugh, what do you think about this? He's like, I don't remember doing it because I was high. You know, you know, one thing I love about Sam and anybody that's been following me over the years, I always say never let nobody spray you with your own tea. And I love the fact that Sam never shies away from his past in terms of his drug abuse and, and, and substance abuse issues. Um, and it's it's a funny story. I mean, it's 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 a funny story. I, I like the story, but I like moreover the ending. Yeah. Is Claudia frozen? So Claudia must be frozen anyway. Uh, well, until she gets say, back, I was know, wondering. I, I- one thing that I do want to do, Q, is we need to shout out Jennifer Hudson because mm-hmm. it was on her show that he shared this. And you know what? Jennifer Hudson gets a lot of big names on her show. Yeah. You know, I visited her show a couple of weeks ago and Jennifer just has this knack for getting them to tell stuff that they've never really told anybody else. So I want to shout out Jennifer Hudson for a great job and also for her new renewal for her second year. Thumbs up, Jennifer, and I hope all the best for you and your career as a talk show host ditto that all right guys so ann Coulter shared her two cents about the naacp issuing a travel warning to african-americans visiting florida in an attempt to play into the stereotype that black people don't tip she wrote naacp issues warning to african-americans to avoid visiting restaurant and tourist Employees in the restaurant and tourism industry, brace yourself for <laughs> 0.0 drop in tips. Al, what you think this long face, what you think <gasps> what this long face helper said? You know what? The funny part was I remember we covered a story like this a couple of years ago, and you went in on your Floridians about their non-tipping self because you have friends that intimately work in the hospitality hospitality industry. And they said that this is true. And it's it's a it's a sad stain that we as African Americans really 
probably it's going to take some time for us to wash off. But Q, this is my issue with this. When is the last time the NAACP has ever issued a travel advisory? And according to the president of the NAACP, he said it's because uh, DeSantis' aggressive attempts to erase black culture. He says that he feels like people traveling, black people traveling in the state of Florida because of the anti-trans as well as the anti-black rhetoric puts you at a position that that is is very harmful to you and your family if you're traveling in the state so i think the focus here should be less on her tacky ass joke and more on the fact that the naacp is stepping forward and saying listen people of color and especially black people you've got to be wearied in the state of florida because you never know what might happen when you're traveling with your family um to your point, yeah, I really don't care about long face. And I'm going to say this. I like my racist blatant. I like my racist people to be up front because then now I know how to deal with you and where to put you. So she's a racist. She goes over in the box over there. I really ain't got much for her. As far as the travel ban is concerned, I don't know, Al. I'm on the fence. And the only, only reason I say that is because it triggers um, green book moments for me. It makes me feel like, you know, we're living in those March on Montgomery Selma days, you know, so it, it's giving me a car bombing tea. And I just don't know that that's quite where the world is right now. And, and, and I get that the NAACP is stepping forward. Um, I would just like them to be progressive in so many other areas. Like I think instead right. of a travel ban to Florida, I would love for the NAACP or any of the, the, the Greek letter organizations to create an initiative that says every black man go register for your gun license. Right. Or something. And like watch that. how quickly gun laws change. Like that's the type of stuff I would like to see the NAACP doing. Not necessarily this travel ban to Florida. Listen, our politics are funky as hell down here in Florida. Um, but you are not going to get killed or, or funky you got to remember you live in a metropolitan you live in miami so sometimes living in the large cities like i lived in new york i lived in miami we're we are insulated right it's it's the other parts of the state that you you ha they have a right to feel concerned to the point of issuing advisory he's saying that desantis doesn't he, he is not valuing a black person's life i get that and i i think that the fact that he announced it on the heels right before desantis announced his presidency I think it speaks volumes to what we as people of color have to do when we go out to vote in these polls. Uh, I Forgive me, I had a technical issue, so I missed the Marjorie Taylor Greene and the Florida travel ban, but um, it's sad that we're at this point that we have to ban, we have to put a travel ban on a state yeah, where a lot of black advisory. people live. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping it activates a lot of the black people that are down there that allowed DeSantis to get reelected. I mean, we have enough of us to make some kind of a difference, but we got to do something down there. And right. um, uh I'm sorry, I'm not Marjorie Taylor. Was it Marjorie y'all talking about? No, that's uh, Ann Coulter. Oh, we know Ann, yeah. The other horse face bitch. I'm sorry, <laughs> I have to just rewind it because I cannot stand her. You know what they say she used to mess with JJ from, from Good Times? She looked like the type. Like of all, nope. <laughs> that's who she decides the best mess with, right? And she has so much to say. So anyways, I'm sure y'all read into her and I don't even have to. Um, Funky, how many times have you taken a, a bathroom break behind the bar? Oh, more than I'm willing to share. <laughs> well, because I, I took you to the bar. It's only one bathroom back there in the back. And boys, boys, one advantage us boys have over you girls is that we can just whip it out somewhere and do our business real quick. 
Well, maybe not after you hear the story. In Florida news, a fellow Floridian went behind a local bar to buy an alligator. The 23-year-old allegedly fell into the pond while he was peeing, and he was met by a 10-foot gator that ripped his arm off, and they caught the aftermath on camera. They did not blur it out like they needed to. Um, I believe he was drunk and didn't probably realize what even happened until the next day. Um, what are your thoughts on the scary news? Funky, would you ever pee this close to some open water in Florida? And have you? Um, absolutely not. Um, everybody from Florida knows stay away from the water. Like that's just a given. Anybody from Florida knows stay away from the water. Secondly, he had to be drunk because I refuse to believe the back of the club is right on the doggone water. Like you couldn't have found a wall, uh, do like I do. I always go behind the dumpster when I got to pee and do other things with other people. That's a whole other story, a whole nother show. Um, he was drunk and he fell into the water. Now, listen, I can't judge nobody for being drunk because y'all know I like to go down to the bar and have me a couple cocktails or so. But you have to drink responsibly. Um, yeah, you ended up in an alligator-infested pond and you came up an arm short. I hope the tequila shots were worth it. You know, when they rolled up on him, he was leaning into the water. He was, like, splashing the, the missing arm with the water and, like... I he think was he drunk. Was extremely drunk. Al, did you see the video? And this is yeah, what do you yeah. think? I was just, I mean, that was just horrible to watch. But like Q said, if you ever lived in Florida, there's two things you don't do, and that is get in the water if you can't see the bottom of it, because there's always a fear of not only alligators, but sharks. Because we know in the state of Florida, what last year, I want to say like four people died from alligator bites or, or being consumed or eaten by alligators in nine bites. And then I want to say with, with sharks, I don't think anybody died with sharks, but I want to say there were at least 16 attacks of sharks in the, in Florida, Floridian waters. So no, mm -mm. you got to pay attention when you are in Florida around water, you have both gators as well as sharks that are coming for you. Especially I don't like rock with the, the fresh water, like right. ponds and lakes freak me out. The ocean, I'm like, okay, I'll stay the shallow end, but you know, sharks can't come close, but the, the still water, fresh water in Florida, Mississippi. At night, at nighttime. You are asking for it. Yo, yeah. I had a get I, real quick. I never forgot a ghetto ass friend named Lamont. His name is Lamont Jordan. And he used to live in Florida. They was Florida, the gators crossing the street all the time. He caught one, put it in his trunk, drove to his new apartment complex and let it live in his pool that had no chlorine in it. And all the area cats started turning up missing. So the neighbors wanted him to get the hell out of the neighborhood. That's, that's <laughs> wow. Shout out to you. Coming up next, the sports broadcaster who said the N-word on air. <laughs> He said it like with his chest too. He gonna speak out and later a TikTok challenge gone wrong. Stay tuned. We'll be right back and get those likes up because Funky coming for you right after this. Welcome back to TGIF. I see we have 4,000 people in the chat, 4,200 and 1,000 likes, but we're going to spare you right now. But we're going to give you a little time to get them likes up because you know what's going to happen to you, right? Because I see the comments on YouTube, Funky. They be like, ah, I got a big bag, so I had to hit that thing right away. <laughs> saying, Don't hit the likes right now because we want to wait and see what he has to say. But they, they've come. Our soulmates like being abused. That's that, yeah, you know, the batter women syndrome. Batter women's getting their bills paid, though. That's a whole nother show. We'll talk about that uh, later. Uh, Excuse me. They do. 
Look at, Anyways, all, football, look at all them football uh-oh. players' wives. They live in real good. They take a licking to keep on ticking, but they live in good. Of all, okay, okay, okay. This is why we ain't on network. All right, a sports broadcaster who was recently fired after saying the N-word on air has released a statement. Glenn uh, Cooper says, in my excitement, I rushed through the word Negro, resulting in my very unfortunate mispronunciation because Negro and He continued, please know racism is in no way part of me. It never has been and it never will be. In this current environment, traits like integrity and character are no longer considered. I will always have a hard time understanding how one mistake in a 20-year broadcasting career is cause for termination. What do you think about Cooper's statement, Al? What do you think? One-time thing? First of all, this happened in Oakland. So, Oakland, I'm holding you responsible. What is going on? You're one of the most ethnically diverse cities in all of the state of California. You know, the million-dollar question here for me is, is he sorry because he got fired? Or is he sorry because he used the word on national television? See, it's something about that, what they call muscle memory, right? That muscle memory is a powerful thing. So because the enunciation, pronunciation, articulation of Negro is totally opposite that. Let's be very clear. Let's be very, very clear about that. And the way that it rolled off his. So, yeah, you should be fired. You should be fired because you got really comfortable, so comfortable that your slip showed. Is that what Funky said? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It slip showed. And you know what was more alarming, Claudia? Was that the co-host did not flinch when he said it. Both of them, the the co-host should be suspended and the one that said it should be fired. I'm definitely in support of him going away. I don't know why it just tickled me when you said the (laughs) N-word. It's so funny. He said it again. (laughs) No, I don't want to say that word. It's horrible. I don't know why it sounds so funny coming from you. Okay. Um, Q, what do you think about this? So I think there's two things going on at once, right? Um, the first thing is like Al said, muscle memory, and he probably uses that word and he's comfortable with the word. That part doesn't really concern me. Um, people have the right to be racist. It's not, it's, it's they, people got the right. I know the things I call people behind closed doors that would get me fired if I was to ever say them on this TV stream. So that part doesn't bother me. Um, it feels like a Freudian slip. It, it felt like a Freudian slip because I have to believe nobody in their right mind would get on a good broadcast television job and say the word on purpose. Like, I have to believe that. I can't believe this man came to work today and said, I'm going to ruffle some feathers and purposely use this doggone word. Um, I don't know. That's the key you know, to the conversation here, Q. It's, it's not purposeful sometimes for people when, when, it's, when it's institutional, when it's ingrained in you, when it's cultural, that inappropriateness has to be taught out of you. And you have to take responsibility for still having it ingrained in you. That's a very derogatory and nasty, nasty word. And in the field of sports, whereas we as African-Americans, you know, make up, especially professional sports, you know, anywhere from 60 to 80 percent of the roster and you going to call me and call me that word on national television sorry 20 years or one year you need to go i'm going to say this um although the word is bad a lot of us still use it and i mean black people right 
how is that we managed? We probably say it way more than he said it, right? Casually amongst our friends, managed to have broadcasting careers where we don't say it when we're not supposed to say it. You know what I mean? So I think he probably refers to that with his boy. Um, do 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 I think one time saying a word should get you fried five to twenty years? I don't know. Cause I, I have a stutter. I, I mess up words all the time, but I also, as soon as I hear it, I would have corrected myself. And like you said, Al, was it Al, when y'all said, um, the co-host, neither one of them reacted. Neither one of them said, well, you meant to say, like, right. that's what your co-host is there for to like, kind of be a safety net. And he had to hear himself say, it. and he didn't say, excuse me, I meant to say, he just let it ride. So I think he refers to the Negro. That's what I think. Oh, well, and I, think, and, I, and I don't want my comments because some of y'all like to get on this high horse. Be like, I'm always sympathizing with the white people and taking. That's not what I'm saying. What, 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 what I'm doing right now is actually trying not to be a hypocrite. Right. Because I know that when I, and I'm just going to go ahead and lay it out online. I know that when I'm in the company in my home and something goes wrong, I'd be quick to call one of them a cracker. You see what I'm saying? But I know better than to get on here on my good TV job and be like, and in the Cracker League, you see what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, that's why I'm saying people sh should not get in trouble for who they are in their personal lives. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion. Who, who they are in their personal lives, just as long as you can keep it professional. Mm -hmm. you know, all three of us, and my point about the N-word, it wasn't just the N-word. All three of us, if they ever got a hold of our real chat amongst each other or with our friends, our closest friends, probably we would all be fine for what we're saying, right? That is the difference between being with your friends and having a camera pointed on your ass. You got to get it together. And if you don't, then you are at risk of being fired now that I think about it. Because I think about all the stuff that we have said. That, and that's, that, that, that's the point I'm making. Like mm -hmm. before we go out, he'd probably be using that word at home. Right. Well, think about the words you use at home that would get you fired. So that, that's, that's the only point I'm making. Yeah. I think he refers to the Negro League as well. And it doesn't make it right. But it is his right. Do what you want to do behind closed doors, but respect me enough to be professional at work. And Oakland had the right to get his ass out of a job. So how you like that? All right. Derek Jackson's estranged wife, Dania, Don, uh, is that how you say her name? Dania, Dania. Okay. His ex-wife uh, is finally speaking out about her ex-husband's many infidelities in a recent interview with Dear Future Wifey podcast. Dania revealed that she would study the women that her ex-husband was cheating on her with and would watch videos of them having sex so she could reciprocate that in her relationships for his satisfaction. Super sad. What are your thoughts on the story? Q, let's go to you first on this one. What do you think? She tried to you be like the girls he's screwing on the side. I, I, I have so much to say about this, right? The first group of people I'm going to attack right now are church people. That girl came up on here in the name of Jesus, cussed us out. Jesus this and the Lord this and the Lord that she put a curse and a spell on all of us with her salvation armor on all this. I'm God this. I'm God that you having three, some six and seven, some with your damn husband. That exposed a lot of the hypocrisy of a lot of these people who so deep dog on into the church. The second group of people that I want to come at you watch and see. Get mad at it. I hate black women. How some of y'all stupid asses are still going to be following behind this man because he's attractive or he speaks to the void in your heart or your insecurities. 
when he has exposed to y'all that he's not remotely qualified to speak on any of what he be telling y'all based on what his wife just exposed. And y'all still going to be up on this page listening to him and Steve Harvey trying to get a damn man. Make it make sense. And lastly, I was prepared to really come in on here and go in on her, but I'm going to take a different approach. And I am going to sympathize with her and show a little sympathy because do you know how broken of a person you have to be in order to allow somebody to do the things to you that he did to her mentally and emotionally? And I'm just glad that she pulled herself up out of it and she can now see the light. I, I agree with you. I didn't like her when she was with him. I didn't like how she cursed the rest of us for speaking on something that she chose to be. But I do understand what abuse looks like. and I do understand what uh, being brainwashed looks like. And she definitely was that. I didn't know people were still rocking with him. I never followed his page. I never. But look at her now. She looks like a totally different human being. now. She don't look homely like she was looking before. She got her light back. She looked like she got a little confidence back. She's probably not all the way there. She's going to probably need some therapy for that. But she looks like she's on her way. Al, what do you think about what she said about trying to make herself be like the women that he cheated on her with? I, 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 Listen, I, I got to be I got to be honest. Maybe I've been broken at times in my relationships, but I thought she did an awesome job. I thought she was transparent. She was vulnerable. She was honest. And the realness that she spoke into her existence and her experience was one that I haven't heard in a long time. Now, do I believe that she got all her scruples are there correctly and in the right space? That's questionable. But the way she spoke about the obsession with the women and why she liked them better, uh, like how he, how he liked them better than her, that resonated with me. I'm sorry, it was a part of it that resonated with me. And I'll tell you why. I used to be in love with a ballerina and I was in a situation well, where I loved her more than she loved me. I, I simply did. And I feel like in relationships, every relationship dynamic is different. One person tends to love more. So in this situation, first time ever in my life, I loved her more than she loved me. And it, it didn't matter how much I loved her, what I gave her. The reason why she was with me was because I was safe and I was successful, but I never felt good enough. So I too used to look at the guys that she used to date at that time or, or that she found attractive. And I wanted to find in them what I didn't have and why I couldn't provide her the same happiness. So I kind of, I kind of get what she was saying here and thumbs up for you reclaiming your truth. Um, deny, I think that's her name and, and good luck on moving forward because I know you still have a, a child with him. So you have to see him on a regular, but sweetheart, get into therapy and not only regular therapy, but you got a lot of trauma there. And I think you should do trauma focused relationship therapy where you can untie those, what do they call trauma bonds that you've created with your ex-husband. Good luck. And I wish you the best. I do think it's totally normal to uh, fixate on people that you feel someone you love prefers over you. So that was some very real stuff she said, but, uh, lady, if you ever, ever cuss us out in our firstborn, second borns and our family because of your mistakes, uh, sorry, there'll be no more grace extended. And we were all in the right. Like we were all in the right. Yeah. And she came on here and that goes to show you the level of brainwashing. And, and the, the one thing that I want to leave my soulmates with guys, um, your brain has, your mind has to be stronger than your heart. You Which know, it's easier said, though. It, it's it's a it's it's an exercise. Yep. 
It's you know, I, I, an exercise, but your mind has to be stronger than your heart. I, I know we have to move on, but I, I kind of don't feel right about closing out the segment with her getting more of the smoke than him because he's monkey. Right. I, I do want to reiterate one before we go, because yeah. I, I see what the soulmate is saying. Um, what a man to take advantage of someone that really has a lot of faith and to use that against her and to get her like indoctrinated like that. Uh, and ladies, we do have, don't, don't overlook it. Cause he's charming or attractive. He took advantage of y'all. I want y'all to be mad. He took advantage of y'all. Yeah. Played all up in y'all face about what a good man is. Had y'all thinking y'all wanted a Derrick Jackson. And come I to find out somebody else that he talks down on. And another thing before we move on. All black men. Because he was out there trying to make all of us seem inadequate. Not moving the way he moved. And he ain't even moving. Seems like the ones that talk the loudest and brag the most about how religious they are, how good they are, how perfect they are, are usually the ones that are the most trash. Because we're going to see the good ones. We're going we gonna to recognize it. All right, y'all, coming up next, we'll check out a TikTok challenge gone wrong. And later in the show, find out why a transgender student was unable to attend her high school graduation. Stay tuned. Welcome back to TGIF. Soulmates, um, real quick, before we get into the business we got to do, I spoke to the executives about getting extra days, and I want to share with you what the conversation was with them um, after I do this little business, and then Q going to talk to y'all real quick. Okay. Uh, are y'all craving something fresh, delicious, and easy for springtime meals? Try Wild Grain and get their baked from frozen sourdough bread. Fresh pastas and artisanal pastries delivered right to your door. Wild Grain is the first ever baked from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Unlike a typical supermarket bread, Wild Grain uses a slow fermentation process that's easier on your belly, lower in sugar, and rich in nutrients and antioxidants. Now, every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less. And you'll never run the risk of getting bored with Wild Grain because they're constantly adding new seasonal and limited time specials to try to the menu. Plus, for every new member, Wild Grain donates six meals to the Greater Boston Food Bank so you can eat good and do good at the same time. All you have to do is sign up at wildgrain.com slash tea. Choose which type of box you want to receive and how often. It's easy to reschedule, skip, or cancel. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash tea to start your subscription. You heard me. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash tea. That's wildgrain.com slash tea or you can use promo code tea, that's T-E-A, at checkout. How are you guys enjoying your wild grain? Al, Al is like a human Trash garbage guy. disposal. You can feed it and feed it and feed it. He never gains weight and stays in shape. And I know, and you have quite the appetite. What do you think about this? And you know, I brought this so that everybody can see. Y'all know I'm a huge advocate of wild grains. They got a peach pockets. They got apple pockets. But guess what else they got now? They got fudge. 
brownies guys all you have to do is slip this into the oven let it bake i think what it says five or ten minutes and there you are you have fudge brownies i highly recommend it if you love croissants if you love pasta if you love bread and and butter if you like peach pockets apple pockets and fudge brownies this is the place for you i promise you you will not regret it get your wild grains and take that plastic off first. I got to just say that just in case, you know what I mean? All <laughs> right. For I belt, belted in my fudge, <laughs> right. my it looks fudge good, brownies. Though. That looks really good. Cute. It does look good. It does look good. No, it's so funny. I just had the apple pockets the other night, guys. Y'all know. And um, you can bake them. And I put mine in my air fryer. I just took a couple out, put them in the air fryer until they turned brown. And they were amazing, y'all. I love sweets. I love breads. And because I'm thin, young, and supple, I can eat all the sweets and breads that I'd like oh, without yeah. growing up and getting a wide bite. And that is why I love wild grain. Y'all need to get y'all some. I'm looking at the chat. There's quite a few people that said they ordered stuff and they got this today. So okay. nice, nice, oh, nice, nice. Wait till you try it. Nice. Okay. Okay. I see y'all, Fox Soul Mates. Okay. Uh, Patty Thomas says, is the food good? Yes, it is. Yes, the food is good, Patty. Promotional considerations furnished by Wild Grain. Go ahead and get you some. All right, y'all. So um, we've been, you know, begging y'all for likes and all that kind of stuff. It ain't just for us and for our egos. It's because we actually do, you know, we want to be able to show the people like, look, man, we've been doing this for a long time. First, we had one day, then we had two days. And they said, listen, we do like to see in interaction. We like engagement. We like to know that people really are rocking with the show. We don't have hundreds of thousands of likes on the live show. We will get there eventually. But we noticed that our soulmates don't like honey. Y'all, y'all, y'all like being abused. And for that, Funky <laughs> Dineva, talk to your peoples. If you're watching the show right now and you got a Metro PCS, a Boost Mobile, or a Cricket, I need you to hit that like button. All right. <laughs> if you on here, I need you to tell the truth. If your phone screen cracked right <laughs> now, okay, I need you to hit the like button. If when you pull your earbuds out your ear and it be brown wax, and <laughs> tell the truth. I need you to hit that like button. All right. If you eat your breakfast in the morning first without brushing your teeth, <laughs> go ahead and hit the like button. Oh, I do that. Oh, you nasty. How do you that, do that? Are you not supposed to? Ugh, I brush my teeth first. No, I think you're supposed to eat first and then brush all your brush all the debris off afterwards. <sighs> If you agree with Al, hit the like button. <laughs> and if you know. have to get that gunk out your mouth first before you do anything like me, hit the like button. That means you eat your breakfast like with that taste of the peppermint or spearmint in your mouth? It's not that overpowering once you rinse your mouth out with water. Orange juice after you brush your teeth is absolutely disgusting, though. Yeah, I don't know. Al, is there anybody out there you want to tell to if, if you do this, <laughs> hit the like button? If you ride public transportation like I <laughs> hit that like button. We on that bus and that train like me, hit that like button. If you have to share a car with another family member, hit that like button like I had to do. If you wore hand-me-downs, hit that like button. Oh, and I got one more. And this goes out to Dr. Wagner in Miami who's going to work on my feet. If you got bunions <laughs> or corns, 
please hit the like button. <laughs> you know, I got some dumb friends out there. If you make excuses for why that man don't call you and you say, oh, he's just intimidated by me, but you know, deep down inside, it ain't really the case. Hit the like button. If your daddy has not called you for your last three birthdays and you do have daddy issues, hit that like button. If you spend more money on clothes and glam, but got missing side teeth, feet that look like golf clubs or no car, hit that like button. That's all three of us. We got like <laughs> that. All right, we got 2.4, y'all. 2.4. Right, Fox Old execs. We almost at 3,000. Maybe we can get to 5,000 or 4,000. Mm. Okay. Let's get back to some topics. A British TikToker known as Mizzy turned himself into authorities following a TikTok prank where he walked into a stranger's home. Now Mizzy is claiming that the only reason his prank caused such an uproar is because he is a black male doing these things. Boy, bye. Nope. Do you, do you think these TikTokers are taking it too far? Yep. 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 And I'm, I'm just going to jump right on in here, Claudia. Little black boy, you don't get to do this. You don't. Not on my watch. Not on my watch. You don't get to do this. This with being black. All right. And in this racial climate, with everything that we got going on, black. I really don't appreciate you trying to hop on the race train to substantiate and undergird your freaking ignorance. Your mama, your daddy, somebody need to sit your ass down into a corner and explain to you that you're trying to get lights and killed, all right? When you walk into somebody's home, they don't know what to expect. They're trying to protect their children, vulnerable loved ones, their, their goods. This has nothing whatsoever to do with you doing black being black and everything to do with you being foreign trespassing walking your ass in somebody's house if somebody was to blow your oh lord i wouldn't have wanted to hear a damn thing about it i would have turned I, I would have turned my channel and found me something else to watch on netflix i'm not marching for that you know, in England, the cops don't have guns, right? They have the billy clubs, whatever. So I, I think they have less of a gun issue. But that don't mean you can't get your ass kicked by going in someone's place. These people in Alma go to you next. These people that do these stupid things on TikTok, risking them. People have died off of these stupid pranks. And to go in someone's house, you don't know what you're walking into. Al, what do you think about this? And then to use the whole black thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I I concur with both what you and Funky have said. I'm glad he got arrested. But you know what, this, and, and it's about time. This is not this young guy's first time, everybody. I mean, he's been doing dumb stuff for TikTok and getting likes. It's so bad that this the, the young teenagers nowadays feel like that they have to go to these extreme measures in order to be liked and to be admired it's really really starting to mess with their psychology he stole an old lady's pet one time to get likes he harassed the jewish people in britain to get likes he hopped in the back of people's cars between it pretending like they were his uber to get likes he is definitely playing with fire and he's going to get shot one day and he's not going to be able to get any more likes on TikTok. And the only thing I think that we can do to stop this young man is either put him in prison or like Q said, where the hell are his parents? 
His parents should be sitting him down and having a conversation with him. I think for kids like this, if they won't stop this stupidity for for virality, then we need to hold their parents accountable for these underage people's stupid acts that are really causing a lot of like stress and tension in the communities when it's not necessary. I agree. And, you know, back in my day, 70s, 80s, even the 90s, we would get attention by being good at track good at tennis, good at basketball, bowling. We would be good at music. We would be smart at school. We get good grades. We would do other things to get attention. These kids don't go outside. And when they do is to do a prank. Y'all don't be doing nothing outside and make, you don't do anything to give you accolades. You're bored. Not all. Cause there's some amazing kids out there, but there's a lot of people that are just sitting on their ass consumed by their phones and social media. So to them, that success likes on an app, get your ass outside and play kickball. Do something smart. Annoying. Annoying. All right, keep it locked because coming up next, find out why a trans student was denied access to her high school graduation and later find out how a good deed turned deadly. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. Hey, y'all, we got 2.7 likes, 2,700 likes, but we have 5,000 people in the chat, y'all. Hey, we're getting it. Do it, 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 do it. I like that number five. When I play craps, I, I win a lot when I bet the number five. Oh, are we going to gamble this weekend? Oh, yes, we are. And we got to make sure I see how Claudia yeah, and Al, once me. again, they going to Aruba <laughs> and ain't nobody told me nothing. And <laughs> I'm stuck here you in Miami you and they going to Aruba. You tell the story. I told you about Aruba. First of all, you're doing a live show with T.S. Madison, yes, Madison. on Friday in Atlanta at the Atlanta Winery. So make sure you go. He tried it to get Thursday playing. Thursday, City Winery. Thursday, oh, y'all. Thursday, so, City Winery. So why don't you take your rich ass down to the airport and buy you a ticket and come meet us in Aruba? Yeah. You got money. You got bread. Right. Big bread. Long bread. Rich fish. That's me. Go on to the next day, girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. A transgender high school student was unable to attend her high school graduation ceremony because she refused to follow the boys' dress code. The school insisted that the, the student wear a suit. However, the student who goes by LB claimed she had already purchased a dress and heels for the ceremony and wanted to wear that instead. What are your thoughts on this, Al? What do you think? Well, you know, there are two things here. I don't agree with the school for denying her her human rights. I mean, for walking at her graduation. We know good and well that she did her time. She made the grades. She passed all her classes and she did qualify for graduation. But sis, I hate to tell you, this was the wrong state to do it in. We know that the state of Mississippi has no discrimination protection for trans individuals. That's the state of Mississippi. We know just this past couple of months in February, they banned another trans law to protect your gender affirming care. So even though I understand that this was a, this was a chance to take a stance, unfortunately, this state just doesn't give you any rights. It's sad, but what are you gonna do? There's no protection for you, unfortunately. And I think for all trans people, this is another example of why you have to go out to the polls and you have to be very clear who you elect to run your state. 
because this is the offset of it. Now you can't wear the clothes that makes you feel more comfortable to identify with you and your gender or sexuality. And now more than ever, local politicians don't just then. It's not it's not much Biden can do with some of these state laws. Your your governor and your mayor, your governor, your governor. Don't let these these people that don't align with your beliefs get voted back into office. Q, what do you think about this? What do you think about this uh, situation? I know you say often, you, you know, sometimes you can't have it all. But not, not in this not in this case. I think that this is bigotry and hatred at the highest levels, right? And please put your views on people being trans to the side, and let's just look at this thing logically. Regardless of what she had on, they put gowns on over it. That's number one. Okay. Number two, she's on her way out. Y'all was not going to have to deal with this student ever again. You see what I'm saying? The juice wasn't worth the squeeze. Once she put the gown on, she looked like every other student walking across. The boys and the girls looked the same once you put the gown on. So it's like it, 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 it just really goes to show how big it is the authorities were being because when you really break it down, you ain't seeing nothing. I only can see a point when you're dressing obscenely and that's not a trans thing. That's a anybody thing. Like if a, 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 a natural born woman, a, a natural born, anybody is obscene showing nipples, showing genitals, but no, nothing wrong with what she had on. You had a great point about wearing the, 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 the cape. And why do we care so, not us, y'all, care so much about you can't have your hair braided, cornrows, dresses, like why it, it does not affect you in any way except for obscenely dressing, which she was not. And it's a piece of freaking fabric. I mean, like, like you, you, you really have to break down what are we arguing about here? It's a freaking piece of fabric. If somebody wants to wear a skirt or high heels, God damn it, let them. Does it mean that much to you to be stressed out, police and what they have? Well, it seems to me, if I was the principal, I'd be like, child, child, walk your big ass across this stage and get out of my hair. <laughs> that would have been my, that would have been, that's how the adults where I come from would have been like, girl, get on out of here. Right. I, I agree. All right, y'all, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to get into this Daniel Perry story uh, and a whole bunch more. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Hit those likes, the like button. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TJF. I see y'all in the chat. You got us at 3,000. That's cute. We but good. We, and we didn't even have to call on the bit bite girls. Or the girls. <laughs> we gonna let y'all, because some of y'all trying to unbid y'all bite. We gonna let y'all live. Go ahead and get you some pizza, girl. Go ahead and eat. But Funky, there are 5,000. That's a milestone. 5,000 people in the chat. That means 2,000 people are here just being trolls, just watching without contributing. Like they should... Oh, them, they the new, them, them the new girls. They don't know how we do right here, but we, they, they're no soon enough. Uh, a couple, a couple we'll comments. Them. Don't scare them away. Now we'll take them. A couple people are saying that we should plan a Fox Soul trip to Aruba. You know, we're gonna put that together. You know what? We should. Ahead. Since you always going, yep. we absolutely should, and we can do it yearly, like the time. Join the cruise and blow it up. I wonder if we have time. You know what? We're gonna work on that and see if we can do that before the end of the year, especially if we get to five thousand likes. 
<laughs> and we'll give away two free trips. Maybe. We'll see. Oh, Don't hold me. Cool. Okay. Daniel Penny, the man responsible for Jordan Neely's death, recently spoke out about the tragedy. He claims the incident had nothing to do with race and wrote, in fact, I was in the midst of planning a road trip through Africa before this tragic event occurred. And we all know that racist white people don't go to Africa and shoot all the animals and disrespect the people that live there and, and go for their own pleasure. That never happens. Uh-huh. A road trip to Africa means you're not racist. Al, what you think about that? Like, this is pissing me off right now. I mean, what it tells me is that he knows something that we don't know. I think his lawyers are telling him that he probably has a good case and a good chance of getting off. I really do believe something in my soul is is telling me that Daniel Perry will get off because his comments, his comments clearly lets you know that something's going on in the background. He has no remorse and he never wants to apologize for taking another human being's life, regardless of race. At minimum, you should apologize for taking another human being's right. And I am gonna say this until the day it happens. I need for us to pull his military records and see why he retired at the age of 23 from the military. I wanna also pull his father's records to see why the father retired from the police department earlier than his retirement age. It all smells to me like there's this embedded privilege and a mix of racial discrimination in there. And I can't wait to see how all of this unfolds. But any lawyer working on the opposite side of them, listen to me, pull his army or whatever branch service that he was in, pull his records, because I think it'll tell us something about why he left that profession that he loved so much just a tad bit early. All right, Q, what do you think? And is he, what's going on with his hair? Does he have a little... He gave him like a Justin Timberlake, cry me a river tease. tease Listen, the, uh, oh, it, yes. it, it's giving a boodle, a golden doodle. <laughs> um, you know, people always say one thing too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong. Any statement that would have came out of his mouth would have ended before he started and I'm planning a trip to Africa. It was like, that's when you just overcorrected, sir. Um, yeah, that's all I got on him. What's obnoxious to me is how these white people, these, these racist white people, I have to definitely clarify, I mean, racist ones, are rallying behind him. Like, they, they, when, a, when a white man kills a black man, the fact that they just raise all these funds and people rush to go, what kind of let me go support this person. I'm really happy. All these good Samaritan stories you hear every day about people I think stories about people's house burning up. They need help. You go support the guy that chokes out a black guy with no weapon. This is giving me Kyle Rittenhouse 2.0. Mm. Yeah. I bet you he'll be at the Republican National Convention if he's not in jail. Yeah. All right, y'all. Go ahead. A real quick 41 year old Casey Rivera noticed a family of ducks in the road while she was while he was driving inside to usher the ducks to safety on the sidewalk. Unfortunately, this good deed turned deadly when Riviera was hit by a 17-year-old driver who was flying down the intersection. Oh, my God, that's so sad. What do you think about this? Whoever wants to go first. He was trying to save Dutch. You know, I took took a driving defense course (laughs) because of my driving record. I I don't like to drive. I took a driving defense course, and I learned. did Did you guys know that 566 people were killed? like this in between 2016 and 2018 and actually 14,371 people were injured and 50% of those deaths 
come from people that are parked on the side and they they either are leaving the car, walking back to the car or assisting someone in time of need. Isn't that really, really scary? And the reason why they say is because the person is looking at the incident and not knowingly knowing that psychologically they're driving directly towards it. And that's when they hit and kill someone. So be very careful when you pull over to help someone or fix your tire. They say pull way, way off and put up a flasher or something like at least two feet away from your car to let mm -hmm. people know, hey, 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 stay away, stay away. Q, what do you think about this? I'm sad now. It, it, it's unfortunate because he tried to save the ducks and ended up losing his life when it's all said and done. And if we have to reconcile this, I think we would have much rather the ducks get ran over than the man. And then I feel bad for the 17 year old who's probably gonna need a lot of therapy because he killed somebody by mistake. Yeah. But I do like that people are out there caring about animals, but just please pay attention, you know? All right. I want to thank my co-hosts, Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. All 5,000 of y'all and counting. Play tomorrow. We're going to get to 7,000 next time. Uh, stay tuned for Black Waterhouse, Water Horse Movies. Catch it on your YouTube channel and website. And we will see you on Friday. Uh, and um, uh, get your backs together. Get your bite together by Friday, girl. Bite a friend. We want more than 5,000.